Hello everyone. Uh good afternoon or good noon, I guess. Um welcome to another episode of Voices of Roland and it is I, your host, Anthony Perez, with my fellow co-host here. Allison Ray. And today's episode, um we've talked about it last week. And last week's topic, I believe also like goes into this one as well as the first very first episode that we had of um our podcast today's episode is going to be about the like the how do i explain the life of a child who has had like a split household so for example like me um my parents were never married and they actually separated when I was like five, maybe six. And um, it has affected me, I can't lie. Um, trying to think about some of the examples that it's affected me. I know one of them is when it comes around the holiday season. There's, like, a lot of pressure on you because you have to decide, like, oh, who am I going to spend this day with? Who am I going to spend that day with? What was last year? So I could do, like, the inverse of it. And it's gotten worse ever since I turned 18 because the court contract that we had for my family was, like, once he's 18, he's considered an adult, he can make his own decisions, he can stay where he wants. The other parent can't really, like, you know, do anything about that. Before that, um, it was, like, every odd year, every even year was a certain someone. Um, these days go to this person, that days goes to that person. It was, like, messy, but... Like I said, once I turned 18, that court kind of just became, like, irrelevant, the court order. And, um, yeah, last year, because of my anxiety, I was staying with my mom from March to September. Um, March, because my family was getting evicted during that time. And September came back because the computer that I was playing on couldn't run something that I was playing with my friends with. I went to my dad's and then ever since then I've been primarily staying at my dad's only because it's turned into a habit, not because of like the games or whatever, especially now that uh shout out to Ali who just got me a gaming laptop so I can literally go whoever or go to whoever I want. Um but because I've been staying mostly at my dad, my mom has been upset about it. Because you know misses me obviously and i don't go there as often as i should honestly that is my fault but yeah it's just like a lot of pressure on me to try to split the time evenly and it is a mission to do that honestly especially with school and possibly work in the fall semester it's just not easy Um, I'm trying to think of another example. I remember 
back when when was that? Back when I was like a child. I don't even remember the age, but one of my like earliest mem memories growing up from a kid was like my mom and dad constantly fighting to try and get custody from me. And it was so sad because I was like, when my mom gets custody, I won't be able to see my family. But if my dad gets custody, I won't be able to see my other family. Um, Luckily, my mom didn't go all that way. Neither did my dad. They kind of just settled it. And they're like, okay, you get him these days. You get him these days. But then I started changing that. It started with Wednesdays. I wanted to stay over my dad's. And that happened when I was like nine. And then it just kind of became a trend. So that was one last day that I could see my mom. Because what was happening was my dad would pick me up from school. I would be there for the hours until it reaches like evening hours. And then my mom would pick me up, which is when she would come out of work. Yeah, and um, from the evening hours that my mom would pick me up, it was when um she would just come out of work. But they were really late hours, like 7 or 8. And I would have to be asleep by 11, 10 at a time. Um, yeah, I would only get like 3 hours with my mom per day. But then I started changing that by staying Wednesday. And then years later, I want to say like late middle school, early high school, I started changing it to also being Mondays. It was Monday, Wednesday, and then alternating weekends. And then when my mom would be full, or it, it would have been partial Tuesday, Thursday. But then I started changing that, trying to balance it out. And I made Tuesday, Thursday for my mom. So then I made it even. Because, you know, Monday to Thursday, two of those days my dad, two of those days my mom. And then the alternating weekend, whoever it lands on. And it was affecting me because the constant switching from homes and stuff, I would sometimes leave school-related items that I needed and to get it from the other person's house that a family member whether it was my dad or my mom did get mad at me and they're like why are you forgetting stuff you know you need it for school and all that but yeah it's just like an extra hassle that um people with like still together parents don't have to go through And I think the last thing I want to say, sorry, um, I know I've been speaking a lot, but I think the last thing is when I was little and I had no siblings, I would always ask for a brother. And when I was nine, nine, ten, I was blessed with three of them. And I would always call them my brothers. Oh, they're my brothers, my brothers, my brothers. But People were, like, correcting me, saying, oh, but they're not from the same mom and dad, so they're half-brothers. I'm like, ew, I don't like that term. I really don't like half-brothers. Because it, it makes you feel like, oh, I'm less related to them. Which, I mean, I guess technically it's true, because my brothers from my dad's side don't have my mom's genes, and my brother from my 
mom's side doesn't have my dad's genes. It's like I'm still from the same, like, one parent. So, I don't know, it just, it bugs me when they call them, like, half-brothers and brothers. But that just might be me. Do you have any examples of, like, your experience with it? Yeah, so, my parents, um, see, I have, so I have three older brothers, right? Um, so there's four of us, four of us little, little, little children running around. We're not children anymore, I suppose, but still. Um, my parents got, they were married and everything, they got divorced when I was right around 14, years old 14 or 15 um they should have gotten divorced a lot sooner than they did however they had the notion of we should stay together for the kids which is not a reason to ever stay together with someone by the way never do that because it will mess with your kids like for example I feel like, especially, not as much me, um, but especially my brothers have, like, this warped sense of, like, how a relationship should be. Because it's kind of weird. Like, you know, you grow up in a normal household. You generally watch your parents. They're loving towards each other, right? They kiss each other, hug each other, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> our parents never did any of that at all. We were and that's kind of how you're taught like you know how to show affection towards your significant other we were in a household that there was just nothing between the two i i honestly the only reason i think my mom really ever married my dad in the first place was she wanted to get out of my grandma's house ironically now she's living with my grandma again but that's a whole different story um but so we were kind of taught that like you don't show affection towards your significant other and stuff like that um which mm -hmm. i think warped kind of especially my brother's views on relationships and stuff like that and i think it's made it very hard for them to get into one because of it like for example my oldest brother is 32 and has not had a longer relationship than a few months and the longest relationship he had was actually with a lesbian, so it's kind of funny, but, um, so that's one thing, like, if you are staying, if you are with your significant other and staying together for your kids, don't do it, because it will just mess them up even further. Mm-hmm. As well as, like, we, like, we, especially me, because I was the youngest, right? I was 14 when they got divorced. So before that, like, I had a friend whose parents got divorced when we were, like, in first, second grade. I don't know how old you are then, but it was right around there. And I had thought, like, oh, this could never happen to me. My parents would never do that. Well, I know, like, five years later-ish, they did. But, um, so it was weird. It was definitely, like, a shock because I, like, never thought that my parents would get divorced. And then all of a sudden, mm -hmm. they kind of just did. I mean, there was, like, build-up to it, but when I was younger especially, it was, like, 
surprising looking back on it, I guess. Um, yeah. In... My mom definitely should have left a lot sooner than she did from the whole situation. And they tried to make it work as much as they did. Um, one of the big issues with it, though, like, my mom kept trying to leave, right? And my dad, for example, would... He was very, like, emotionally abusive towards her. Um, and, for example, he would, like, tell her things like, You're a horrible mother if you leave me. And stuff like that. She He made her feel basically like she was the worst mother in the world if she got a divorce from him. Which is really messed up and not an environment you want to raise kids in when the mom's afraid to leave because she thinks it makes her a horrible mother. Um, so, as well as some other stuff. Like, one of the times, for example, um, that she should have left sooner was um when me my mom took me and my brother Kyle up to Cleveland for like the weekend for not the weekend for like the day. We went up there, we went to there's a like a really good sandwich shop up there. We went up there to eat and we, I think we went to the zoo or something. We came home and my mom at the time was doing Zumba a lot. It's like a dancing thing, exercise thing, whatever. She lost like a ton of weight from doing it, so she did it all the time. To keep, like, keep up with our weight loss. Um, and so she was getting ready to leave for Zumba. And my dad, like, started yelling at her. He, she, he was basically like, you're not allowed to leave. You haven't been home all day to spend time with me. If you leave, uh, your stuff's going to be on the front porch. Basically. Um, and yeah and she's like I what are you talking like he was for some reason convinced I think that she was cheating on him which she was not ironically before I was born my dad cheated on my mom so <laughs> um their relationship was really messed but um yeah so that was an interesting night of being like yelled at to go pack because my mom was, like, yelling at us to go pack our things. Because she was like, if I'm leaving, I'm taking the kids. Like, they're not staying here with you. Um, stuff like that. Because my dad was um, not, is not the best human. Be He's better now-ish um, in terms of his anger. But at the time, he had very, very bad anger issues. Um, so, that. yeah. And we still actually ended up. Um, he didn't kick her out. We ended up staying at the house. And after that, they stayed together for about an extra year. After that incident. Right around. Um, and he, I just really wish my mom would left him sooner. Because, like, you know it's bad when one time they were, like, in a fight. And my youngest older brother, Matt, who would have been, like, 13 at the time, 14 at the time, had to call my oldest brother, Josh, who was at college. He was, like... You need to come home tonight. I think, like, mom, dad's gonna hurt mom. Like, you need to come home. Um, because that was just like how bad their fights were, like, escalating. And He's even like, after that, they still stayed together, like, another, like, three years, three or four years. Um, I mean, like, at my great grandpa's funeral, which I talked about a little bit, um, I think last podcast about how we were all, like, really close to my great grandpa. 
he was like a father to me and he was definitely like a father to my older brothers um they were even closer to him than I was and like when my mom was like consoling us because obviously like we were all like crying and a mess Mm -hmm. my dad was like yelling at her that he has to go like stand by she has to go stand by his side and stuff like that so there's definitely signs that they should have gotten divorced sooner and if you are in a similar situation and you are just saying for your kids do not leave because like i said it's just gonna mess your kids up even more so thankfully me and all my brothers for the most part except for for the most part, my brother's lack of being able to get into relationships and stay in them and weird views on stuff like that, we all turned out pretty all right. I mean, my oldest brother has a PhD and we all have master's degrees and we're all doing pretty well. Um, but yeah, no. um, yeah, and then they got divorced and all that, and. I had to, basically their agreement, well, actually I should say before their divorce, um, they were trying to, like, act like things were normal when they, like, had started, like, actually sitting down and talking about, like, getting divorced, both of them. And my dad was, like, sleeping on the couch and stuff like that while they were, quote, trying to, like, work on themselves. Which I wish they wouldn't have done. I wish they would have just, he would have just left, went to my grandma sooner than he did because he stayed on the couch for, like, a month and they tried to, like, act like everything was normal for us but it's like dude, just just leave just leave did you have something to say guy i don't know why people think that having a kid will save their relationship and it kind of just screws up the child more because mm-hmm. like they're born into an already trash like parental relationship because you were only born simply because your mom and your father were not getting along so they had you thinking it would save them like that is your your first minute on earth and you already have a bad relationship between like not between you with your parents but like your parents with each other mm-hmm. and it's just like, a child should not have to go through that. I think part of, like, why I came into this world as well was because, not necessarily because of that, they thought it would solve things. I think it was more, they just really wanted a girl. <laughs> they, mm. My mom really wanted a girl, and she had three boys. And she also actually had two miscarriages, but she had three boys. She really wanted a girl. <laughs> Um, so that was a big reason as to why I was born, because <laughs> they just they just both did. And like when I was little and stuff, like me and my dad were like really close before he started. Like before I realized like that he was toxic. Me and him were like really close. Like I was daddy's little girl type stuff. I was the youngest. I was the only girl, so I was like really close to both of them. All the stereotypes of the youngest getting anything they wanted, especially their girl. Yeah, that was me. And like I said, when we were, like, young, like, before the age of, like, 13, 14, pretty much saw everything was fine. A lot of the stuff that I know now is stuff that I found out later 
in life like after they graduate after i had like graduate high school and stuff from like my brothers and my mom except for my dad trying to kick it yeah that that i i was there for that one but yeah so they got divorced and then our the custody agreement ended up being I would stay at my mom's on the weekdays and I would stay at my dad's on the weekends and that was all. Like I just had to, I didn't have to see him for holidays or anything like that. I just had to see him on the weekends and that was all. Um, which kind of sucked just a little bit because like I wish I would have stayed with my mom on the weekends um, and just saw my dad whenever I wanted to because like my mom and me, like, we would do, we used to do, like, before they got divorced, we would do, like, really cool stuff on the weekends. Like, we would go up to this area called Geneva, which is a bunch of, like, little shops and, like, nice places to eat. And it's, like, on Lake Erie. It's a really nice area. And we would do all these, like, fun little activities on the weekend, which now we couldn't really do because, you know, I was at my mom's Monday through Friday. Friday night, I went to my dad's. My mom had to work. I had school. She usually didn't get home till around 5. We really didn't have time to do anything together anymore, which kind of sucked a little bit, I have to say. And then my dad, like, all I would do at his house is, like, we would just stay in the living room and I would play, ironically, I would play Minecraft, um, and he would do work on his computer. And that was all we pretty much did. Unless there was, like, a Marvel movie out, maybe he would take me to go see the Marvel movie. Or Star mm-hmm. Well, no. Mark t- took me to see Star Wars movies, because those didn't come out until after Mark was around. But yeah, I have a lot um, for this episode, guys, so anytime you want to butt in, go ahead. There is one thing I do want to talk about, is, like, the step-parents. Because my... My dad, he got married. <clears throat> he got married to my first brother's mom, but it wasn't like a love marriage. <clears throat> it was more of like a, I'm doing it so that you could get a citizen type thing, and it didn't work out. <clears throat> like they're getting a divorce now, but my mom, she got married. Like eons ago, like I think twenty, mm, I don't even remember. It was just it was like that long ago. They're gonna hit ten years soon, and my stepdad and I, we don't have like a too close of a relationship. It's weird and weird sometimes, and. I, like, low-key feel like he's homophobic. He just deals with me because, you know, I'm my mom's son. And, hmm. I love my stepbrothers and my stepsister. Like, they are so fun to be around with. And I enjoy their company and stuff. But when it's just me and my stepdad, like, the energy just shifts. And mm-hmm. a lot of people feel like their step parent isn't really like a parent, I guess. I don't know. Like 
he does support me. I cannot deny that he has given me rides to work and stuff, but I don't know. It's like the physical side is there, but like the emotional, mental, like support isn't. And yeah. I don't care what anyone says. You are going to treat. I feel like you would treat your actual son different from your stepson. Like by a hundred, like I, I will die on that hill. I believe that because like one is literally coming from you. Like how are you not going to act different? And like I see the energy sometimes. It's like, hmm, I don't like that. But yeah, that's my relationship with my step-parent. So I have a very, two very interesting tidbits from that. Um, that goes off of the point that you just said just there, but it's um, a bit different. So my parents are both now married. They're both married to different people. Um, my mom's hu- husband, so my stepfather, is awesome. His name's... Um, His name's Mark. He's really cool. Um, Me and him have a lot of the same interests. And he is actually from... He's from like an hour away from here is where he like grew up. And where he lived before he like moved in with my mom. And his his wife had like full custody of... um, Well, not full. They had to see him on the weekends. But um, when my mom had ended up marrying him and like meeting him for the most part... His daughter was over 18, so she didn't have to go, like, over to see him. And his son was, like, 16, so he went to see him on the weekends, and then he'd go home. Um, and don't get me wrong, like, they um, talked to, well, his actual daughter talks to him a lot um but doesn't go see him a lot of the times just because they're like an hour away hour and 30 minutes somewhere around there it's just a bit of a drive to go see him whatever um i find it interesting though because like mark obviously knows how like my dad is he knows how we were all like raised he knows that none of us um are really the biggest fan of our dad and there's some stuff that my dad kind of does that he's one of those people I guess that doesn't want to talk about his kids or like even acknowledge we exist unless he can brag about us basically to other people that is the only time that he'll acknowledge we exist like I don't get texts like hey come over here like come hang out come get dinner or anything like that from my dad but I do all the time for my mom she actually you know wants to have a relationship with us and see us um and Mark knows all of this, and he loves to say that, like, since your dad, like, doesn't, you know, he knows that we don't like him. So he's like, I know you guys don't like your dad, so I am very happy that, basically, that I can fill that role for you. He's very much, like, loves us as evenly as he loves his own kids, which is... Really, really cool coming from a background like ours where our dad was very not the best and a bit abusive. Um, 
Like, for example, when my mom had left him and, like, that time in between both of them finding relationships and whatever, I had to go to my dad's every, you know, weekend. Um, and my dad shifted his mental abuse pretty much from my mom over to me in that time and all of his anger because he couldn't do it to my older brothers because they would kick his ass because my dad's a fat old man. My brother was in the military, so... Um, he shifted most of that abuse, like, towards me, especially the mental abuse and stuff like that. Um, and Mark knows a lot of that, so he knows that we don't have a great relationships, so he always likes to say that he's our father, too, which is awesome. Like, he would show up for all of our band stuff. He, you know, did all the stuff that, like, a father should do for his kids. He helped me move here. He helped me move into the dorms my first day. He checks up with me. Me and him would go to the movies and stuff like that together. Um, all that kind of stuff that, you know, a parent would generally do with their kid. Um, my dad, on the other hand, um, and my stepmom doesn't really acknowledge us too much which is weird my dad like always yells at us to like talk to her and stuff when we're at stuff at like events with our family like birthday parties whatever christmas um but i i don't know why because she never tries to talk to us so why are we being yelled at to talk to her you know what i mean it's really annoying mm -hmm. my dad's like trying to force a connection there that we don't really care for and like she doesn't seem to want either I don't know. And then he'll be like, oh, you make Gloria feel really bad because you didn't say hi to her. I'm like, I'm the kid. Why am I the one having to go talk to her? Shouldn't she be the one that's interested in me? She's my stepmom. Like. Okay. Yeah. Um, and on the opposite spectrum of this, of uh, my stepdad wanting to, well, I guess it's not the opposite spectrum. My, um, Kind of the same, kind of different. As I said, my dad doesn't really acknowledge us unless, like, he can brag about us for something. Um, never tries to hang out with us. Nothing like that. Uh, will not help us in any way, pretty much, financially or anything like that. Even though him and his wife are very, very, very well off. Um, even, like, after, like, for example, he promised my brother, long story short, my brother crashed my dad's car because he fell asleep driving and somehow hit a fire hydrant in the middle of the woods at a housing development. Yeah, there was supposed to be a housing development there, I guess, so they had a fire hydrant put in and then the development never happened. Fire hydrant was still there. He managed to miss all of the trees and hit a fire hydrant. But anyways, he totaled my dad's car. And it was like a Lincoln, so it was like it was like a decent car. He got like a good amount of money from it. So my dad was supposed to use some of it to get him himself a car, some of it to get my brother a car, and then once I got my license, he was supposed to help me put a down payment on mine. Mm -hmm. That was before he got married. Um, about a year later after that incident happened, and he had gotten married in this time, they went to Vegas to get married. Um, I was getting ready to get my first car, and I was like, hey dad, like, I have money to put, like, my half of the down payment. He basically said he would match what I put down on it. I was like, I have mm -hmm. my half of the down payment 
like ready. It was like a thousand dollars from stocks that I my grandma had done for us when we were really small. She um, originally put like a hundred dollars in and twenty years with Disney and ended up being a thousand when I took it out. Stocks are cool, but um, so he was supposed to put in, in another thousand since that's you know he was supposed to match whatever I had. That was like the mm-hmm. deal that me and him had made. And I remember this very clearly because we were in Nashville and I was talking to him about it. I was like, yeah, I have finally have the money, whatever, I'm ready to get one. And his wife was like, well, why does your dad have to help you? Why can't your mom help you get it? My mom, by the way, at the time was not married and she made Mm -hmm. less than a quarter of what they both make. Like my mom does not make a lot of money. Um, And I'm like... Mm -hmm. Well, dad, like, promised he would help me, and, like, my mom does not make money. Like, she is a secretary for our mayor. My dad's um, an industrial engineer, and she is the head of nursing at her hospital. Like, they make a lot more than she does, definitely. And I was like, this money was supposed to be from, like, the settlement, like, whatever, that he had gotten the from his total car. And lo and behold, a week later when I went to go get my car, my dad was like, yeah, I'm not going to help you pay for it. Because, basically because his wife didn't want me to, want want him to. However, about mm, four months later, he took, um, he took her and her two stepkids on a vacation down to Jamaica, which I can imagine was not cheap. Um, oh, so like I said, it's not like they have the they don't have the money. And he took them on like four different vacations, one to Jamaica, one to like New York. Um, I forget where the fourth one, third one was and the one to um, California that year. Mm-hmm. None of which, by the way, we were invited on, even though his stepson is my age. Um, yeah, and then that's the other thing I wanted to get into. Um, my dad, like, you know, doesn't help us with anything, was what I was basically trying to say. Um, but with his stepkids, he helps them with everything. He bought my stepsister a new car. Like, a big, like, nice SUV BMW car, which are kind of expensive. Um, he mm-hmm. takes them on trips, like, everywhere. He pays for everything for them and all that stuff. He basically treats them like they are, like, the top of the world. Even though they're his stepkids and we're his actual kids and he doesn't, I mean, will not help us in the least bit. Which is kind of annoying. Especially when, like, you know, he's known us for our entire lives He's been doing this for them, and he only knew them a few months before he started, like, doing all this stuff for them. And I'm like, seriously, dude? Like, I understand they're your stepkids, but, like, why are you treating them, like, a hundred times better than your actual kids? Like, treat us equal. Dude, come on. Like, I'm not for being treated equal, but we're definitely not. So, yeah, I have the viewpoint of the stepkids being treated a lot better, which I don't feel like often happens. And then also the viewpoint of, you know, stepdad actually treats you similarly, which is what should happen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
another thing I wanted to say when you were talking about him, you think he's homophobic and stuff like that. One thing that I really liked that my mom did that my dad did not do because he doesn't care. Um, I think my dad himself is homophobic, honestly. But um, my mom, like, made sure that she found someone that was not homophobic. She, for example, she had this one guy over and she had gone out on, like, a few dates with him or whatever um, and my brother came home with another boy, and I think I might have talked about this in the queer dating episode. I think I did. Um, but the guy was, when they left, the guy was just kind of like, you let your son do that. And my mom was like, you can leave my house. Like, you're not going to talk about my kids like that. Like, get out, basically. Um, my mom, like, made sure that yeah. she found someone who was like, yes, and Mark can be a little close-minded on some things. He's a little Republican, but like he loves us no matter what. Like he's super open to Alex, super open to like Kyle and stuff like that, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Be a little close by. I mean, he's Pennsylvanian. He's Hills of Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> but we're getting he's him there. We're opening his mind, <laughs> and he's never had like an issue with like, like I said, Alex or Kyle or any of us. So, um. You had spoken on this, like, slightly, but I wanted to get into this, that, um, when you have split parents, any issues that happens between both of the parents gets thrown on you, and you act like their little free therapist. So, when my mom and my dad would argue about something, and my mom wouldn't, like, answer the call because he got on her nerves, um, they would, like, talk really badly about each other to me. So I'm just there sitting, like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Because you're telling me this about the parent. I really like that parent. And then my view is going to change on them now. And then vice versa with the other parent. Or... They would always try to like pin me in a who's right, who's wrong situation instead of just looking at different sides. Especially my dad. My dad loves being right. He has to be right. So he would explain the situation and he would like exaggerate details that my mom would do. And then him he would put himself in a situation as like super calm, collected mature individual and I know it didn't go down like that but he would always try to like say am I right or am I wrong and then when you try to tell him like I don't think you're like fully right he's like but how if they did this and this and this and then this happened I'm like okay but did you see the other side did you see what you did like but that doesn't matter because they did this and it's just like a constant, like back and forth of, like, oh, I have to be right in both mm-hmm. parents. Um, and being stuck in that tug of war is just not fun. Yeah, that's one thing my parents tried, well, at least my mom tried to kind of avoid when we were like, you know, younger before we, like, were 18, stuff like that, um, 
she tried very hard to not talk bad about our dad to us. And they tried really hard not to, like, put us in the... Well, my dad tried to put us in the middle of their crap half the time. But my mom tried very hard not to. Which I have to commend her for. Because I know it was probably very hard not to, too. Um, a lot of the times. So she tried very hard to make not make basically warp our views on him. Even if my dad tried to warp our views on my mom, which never happened because my mom is a amazing woman. I must say. Um, so yeah, I think that is pretty much all I had to talk about. Um, don't stay together for the kids. It never works. Um, don't have a kid because you think it's going to make you stay together. It's toxic. Don't do it. Do you have anything else you want to talk about, guy? No, I, I think that was it, really. I think I got, like, my issues with the split parents done already. Yeah, I have a lot. <laughs> I had a lot probably because my parents were together for um so long. Um, yeah, no. But yeah, if you guys enjoy listening to us, please follow us. Give us five stars wherever you're listening. It helps new people find us, and it helps you know when we post our podcast and stuff like that, which is all good stuff. Um, Guy, do you know what the next podcast is going to be about? Yes. So the next podcast isn't really like a topic. It's more of like, how did your friend group meet? Because our current friend group has a wild long story. And we are going to be hitting 10 years of knowing each other in either next year or the year after that, for sure. I think it's the so, year after that. I think yeah, it's I think it's 2014. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um... Our discussion next week is how your friend group meet, like, your met, sorry. And we're going to try to have guest stars of our friend group. So, like, we could get their experience and how they ended up where we met. So, yeah. It's going to be a lot of memories. Alright, yeah. So, come back to listen to how our friend group met next Sunday and have a great well morning afternoon night depending on where you live because we have people from all over listening so have Mm -hmm. a great day I guess